Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. You're listening to WGYLDB Wathasha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flanagan. Your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Hello and welcome to Enterprise Now. I am your host, Elsie Flinnard, and I have a wonderful show for you. I have with me Iberia, the creator and producer of Saved in the City. She's also yes. the owner of Luminosity Enterprises, LLC. So we're going we're gonna to talk yes. about Iberia, what she, do, what she does, what she's doing, and how she got where she is. Um, so, but before we get started, I wanted to give a little shout out to all of the people who support the Enterprise Now radio show. I appreciate the texts, the messages, the emails, um, reaching out on uh, social media. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. We could not do this show without you. Um, I wouldn't have the uh, motivation and inspiration and uh, all that good stuff without you guys. So thank you so much for your support. And um, uh, we really appreciate it. So, Miss Iberia, let's dig right yes. in. And like I do every week, I tell my guests, you can go back as far back to the day you were born <laughs> or you can start yeah. present day. Tell us about yourself. We ain't got that much time, Elsie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so delighted to have um, that you invited me to come on. Your show, you know, I count it as an honor. I don't take anything lightly, and I don't think that anything happens by chance. Um, so, yeah, thank you for wanting to know about me. You know, um, it's, it's been it's been a journey. It's been quite a journey for me. Um, you mentioned Saved in the City, and we'll definitely get there. We also mentioned Luminosity Enterprises, and it's Luminosity Enterprises. A lot of people think it's Illuminati. No, it has nothing to do with that or anything strange. It's, Luminosity, and it's literally lighting the city, you know, and that's what we um, do with all the events and all of the things and services that we offer. We we try to bring light, uh, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But Iberia, yeah, my name is um, Iberia. My full name actually is Brandy Iberia Austin. Iberia is my middle name, named after my um, mom's oldest sister, rest in peace. And um, Iberia actually... Um, I decided to start going by that middle name um, when I started to professionally um, pursue music. So some people don't know me as a businesswoman. Some people don't know me, or more people are, are knowing me now as a radio show host. But a big part of my following and my supporters followed me because of my music. I started out as a singer, songwriter, bass player. So I'm a musician. That's 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 my heart. That's what I've I've, I've uh, been doing really my entire life. My dad was a bass player and a vocalist. Um, my mom was. Well, she's a pastor now. She does lots of other things right now. She's also a, a stage uh, director for plays in the city. Um, you know, she's done some things down PhD, and so she's done a lot of things. And she also was a poet and a dancer when she uh, met my dad. So. You know, music and entertainment and art has always been a part of what I what I do. And so when I graduated um, from Milwaukee High School of the Arts, I, I pursued music at Howard University. And um, I, I studied uh, vocal jazz studies. Um, and I, that was my main focus. And I also, I double majored actually also in psychology. 
And so I graduated. I'm not going to say what year I graduated because now y'all not going to date me. Y'all, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, not giving it to you. <laughs> I'm I'm 21 forever. But anyway, I graduated from from Howard University, and um and yeah, and I was pursuing music in a way. I was thinking about teaching, and then I was doing some odd jobs here and there. And and at some point, I just got to the I guess I just got to the um kind of like a fork in the road, and it was just like do I continue on this road of just kind of this domesticated kind of life or do I pursue my dreams? Um, and so uh, my dreams were calling and I met a, a, a guy when I was living in Atlanta because actually after I graduated from Howard, I moved to Atlanta for about four years, four years. I met a, a man out there and he was heavily into music and and we actually started writing, writing my, my first my debut, um, my freshman album, I guess I could say, and that's where um, I wrote the hit "Black Girl," and a lot of people knew um, knew me from that song. Uh, and I've, I've toured Germany and Switzerland. I performed um, with some amazing um, national artists, you know, lots of people that you probably know of. And as awesome as the music was, God had something more for me to do, and I learned that when I came back to. Milwaukee in in 2006. So you know, up to that point, I lived in California for a little while. I was doing music full time, and like I said, in, in February of 2006, um, I came back home, and I'm an only child, you know. So I needed to come back to my family. I needed to kind of, I was all over the place, and it was just time for me to get kind of reacclimated and connected with my family. And from that point, um, I was I was here in the city, and I was like, ah. Uh, I got to do music. Like, who do I, what music is going? Because, like, mind you, I'm coming from Atlanta. I'm coming from California. I'm like, what's the music scene like in Milwaukee? Mm-hmm. But I found it. You know, if you look hard enough, if you seek, you'll definitely find. find. And I did find uh, a music um, kind of section in Milwaukee. I met a man named Damian who had a group called Urban Soul, and that was actually the first uh, group that I connected with. And I was playing bass with them, and I was singing, and I was doing a bunch of things. And, that actually led me to wanting to break off at some point and do my own my own thing. And so I didn't want to be known as the other Brandy because I always had uh, aspirations, you know, to be a household name. And my name is Brandy. So I was like, okay, well, no, I'm not going to because there was already a singer Brandy. I said, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, be the other Brandy or the gospel Brandy or whatever I said. I need another name. And I said, well, my middle name is definitely unique enough. I don't know any other Iberia other than my aunt. And, it's, it's, you know, it stood out to me. I know it's like a peninsula over in Spain, but to me it just sounded like a nation. It sounded big. And so I was like, yeah, that, that fits. And so, yeah, I pursued my own thing. And I had a group called Iberia and Soul City. So I was, it was a female-fronted band, me, and I had, uh, I was playing bass, and I had amazing musicians behind me, and about three background singers, and we took the city. I performed on all the stages in the city, Summerfest, everything you can think of. I was on the stage, and I was doing my thing. But I was doing it all on my own in the sense of as far as, like, booking and management and marketing. And, uh, I mean, to the, to the extent that, now here's just something kind of funny, to the extent that Brandy Austin, booked for Iberia, and for the longest time, people had no idea that Brandy Austin and Iberia were the same person. Like, that's how <laughs> that's how, how slick your sister was. And so, like, literally, I would call, and I would say, hey, it's Brandy Austin. You know, I have an amazing uh, singer, songwriter, bass player. She needs to be on your event, da 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 And so then I would position it where you know, Iberia's going to come, she's going to meet you, I'm not going to be able to be there, blah, 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 blah. And again, for the longest time, people had no idea. But that was a part of marketing. That was a part of branding. What I learned was you got to be, you got to make, you got to fake it till you make it. You got to make yourself look bigger um, and and seem bigger than what you are. uh, Because unfortunately, as artists, you get taken advantage of. And so I was my booking manager. I was my, my, you know, I was everything for myself, and I just made a way. Uh, and at some point, people caught on, but, you know, for a while. And there are still a few people who still don't realize that I'm the same person, which I find hilarious. So anyhow, at some point, I started doing my own events, um, and then I started booking other artists on my events, and I started, you know, connecting and networking, and people started to ask me, 
who does your marketing? Who does your branding? And I, I told them, you know, at some point I said, well, you know, I do. For those people who, you know, um, actually got to meet me like in person and would, would ask that question. And they were amazed by that. And so they, they said, wow, well, could you do my event? Oh, well, could you could you book for my artist? Could you do this? Um, who does your flyers? I figured out that I had no training on making flyers and, and doing websites. I did it myself. I mean, there was there was always tools. Like, you know, Google wasn't as popular back then, but as it became more popular, it was my best friend. So whether it was creating a website or a flyer or whatever, I still don't even know how to work Photoshop to this day. But I but my flyers stunt with the big dogs, you know, mm -hmm. because I just know how to. I always have learned how to work around. Um, you know, if I can't get someone to do it, then I, I'll do it myself. Um, and so, long story short, with that. Um, like I said, people were like, wow, well, could you do this for me? And so I started doing it. And I started doing other people's flyers, booking for their artists, doing all these different things. And I said, well, I can't keep doing this as Iberia, you know, because now this isn't the Iberia brand. These are some, this is other people. So I came up with Luminosity Enterprises. See, I was going so weird. You're like, why are you talking about music? <laughs> it, it led to something. <laughs> so that's where Luminosity was actually burst out of. It was birthed out of an artist, a musician that was that was promoting herself, and other people liked what I was doing, and so I started promoting and marketing other people. And that, when I realized that it, it was I was doing so well in entertainment, I said, it's the same formula for anybody, you know, whether it's a, a small business owner or whether it's a, a author of a book. Um, it's really about being visible. How do I make you visible? How do I how, how do we attract people to what? To what it is that you have, what is your niche? What are you? What is your message? What are you trying to get across to your audience? Who's your audience? Who's your target market? And so, you know, as I, I, I continued doing this for people, and I had a name, um, and again, it was Luminous City, and that's why it's spelled with a C instead of an S I T Y. It was like, oh, you know, because it was I was in Milwaukee and I was doing all these things and people were always saying like, wow, I just whenever I leave your presence, I just feel so light. I just feel enlightened. I feel better. I feel lifted. And to me, that, you know, is a representation of what light does. And it always makes me feel, you know, more alive and more more um, clear. And so I said, wow, luminous city, lighting the city in the in the city where in cities, really, wherever we are in America, especially right now. Um, you know, where it's dark and there's corruption. It was like, why well, don't, you know, I'm going to be a light. And so, again, that's where Luminosity Enterprise, and initially it was Luminosity Entertainment, and then I didn't want to be pigeonholed. And so that's why, that's where Enterprises came from, LLC. And, um, yeah, so that that's pretty much it. And so, like I said, I, I started, I formed the company. And again, it was just me. At some point, I did bring on a couple contract workers mm -hmm. because that's one one lesson that I did learn is that I couldn't do it all by myself. Well, <laughs> I did it all by myself for the longest time, but at some point, I did have to share the load. Uh, and so, you know, I continued on um, marketing with Luminosity Enterprises, and I connected with an organization called Pinnacle Motivations. Pinnacle Motivations was a small business networking group. And they were located off Farwell, that's on the east side of Milwaukee, and they had like this incubator space where there were all these, these people who had these entrepreneurs who had these small business ideas. And we launched our businesses together. We launched 22 businesses uh, on the same day at the same time. We all held this huge ribbon and cut it, and it was amazing. Wow. Um, all African-American-owned businesses. It was absolutely amazing. And we started in this incubator space, and each one of us had our own offices. And uh, when you came through Pinnacle Motivations, you, you got a tour. You got a tour of each one of these offices. So shout-out to Shantina Gladney, amazing woman, and her husband, Dwayne Gladney, um, who they were the brain, you know, she was the brainchild, or both of them were the brain uh, children, children, I guess, <laughs> of that particular um, movement. And um, still to this day, they're in existence, but they're virtual, and they go by the name P PMI Business Group. And so they're the ones that do My City, My Biz, which is a small business expo. It's been in existence for six years now, and I was actually one of the people that helped kick that off. And it's down at the... Um, State Fair Park. It happens every uh, October. And so, yeah, so I, I Luminosity kicked off there. But at, at some point, I was like, okay, 
um, this is cool, I can do this, but I was like, I want to be taken seriously. I mean, not that that my clients were, weren't taking me seriously, but I was like, if I want to go higher, then I need I need more. So I, I pressed forward and I went ahead and got my Master's of Business Administration and um, with a concentration in marketing. I said, if I'm going to do marketing, I'm going to do marketing. So I got my MBA with a concentration in marketing in 2012 and continued to pursue, um, you know, uh, doing things with luminosity from that point. And, uh, yeah, and, I mean, the rest is really history. And so uh, for a while I was I was aggressively, you know, pursuing clients and I was doing, you know, I can, you know, list a bunch of clients that you might have heard of. Hupy and Abraham is actually one of my largest clients um, because I formed another company, subsidiary of Luminosity Enterprises, called Mobile City Street Team. So it's a street marketing team. And so Hupy and Abraham were looking for um, a street marketing team that could connect with the urban uh, urban market. And so, you know, I was um, in the way <laughs> of the blessing and I got it. And um, I was positioned to receive, and, and I've been with them for about four years, so I do their street marketing. Uh, and then, you know, I've worked with several different businesses in the city, from the Big Easy, which is a Cajun-style rest restaurant, uh, Mimos Kitchen, Destiny Productions. Uh, I, I mean, really, the list goes on with the people that I've supported um, through the years. Um, and it brought me to this point, and, 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 um, and I think uh, once I kind of bring it here, then I'll definitely be able to open, you know, open it up for more questions because I can go. <laughs> you gave the wrong person the, the floor. But uh, what ended up happening was I supported so many people for so long, and I still do support people, but at some point in your career, if you are an entrepreneur or if you have a desire, if you are a visionary, you have to come out from underneath other people's feelings. Because mm. everywhere I was going, although I was helping people realize their dreams, I hit a ceiling. I could only go as high as they as they wanted to go because it was their thing. And I would take these visions and these dreams on that they had as though they were mine. And I would run with it so hard. And then I would hit my head so hard on their ceiling. And the reality would kick in, this is not my dream, you know. And so at some point I said, I got to do, other than music and everything, I got to do what God has called me to do. I got to do what what has been downloaded in me to do, and that's saved in the city. And so that's where that that's where that's come from. And that's really um well, uh, the the radio talk show has been in existence now. We've done seven well six shows, six or seven shows now. Um, but Saving the City has actually been in existence for about two years. Started as a blog site, and um, and then I was trying to find my way and figure out. Uh, kind of what direction it should go, and I wanted it to be a TV show, and I was, you know, reforming and forming and 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 throwing it away and picking it back up, and so now here we are, you know, and it's in existence. It's a radio show now on 101.3 FM and uh, 101.3 FM, and I'm using everything that I've learned over the years from college to working with all of these different businesses to marketing for all of these different businesses. Um, my, and then using all of the connections that I made along the way. The biggest part um, of being successful is the relationship that you build. And one thing that I never do is burn a bridge. I will never burn a bridge, never. And so I've, I've built amazing relationships over the years. And so now that I have this platform, a lot of it is just me pulling from the relationships that i built over the years. And the exciting part is that now there's no ceiling because this is uh, this is my vision and this is, this is my dream that I'm uh, that I'm walking through, walking walking through by faith, and it's being realized. Awesome. I'm gonna take a breath. <laughs> awesome, awesome. No, you're that's that's what enterprise now is all about. I like to yes, listen more than I talk because I learn so much. For example, I have yeah. about two pages of notes, and I have tons <laughs> of questions. But we're gonna take a quick break so we can sure. take our breath. Uh, take a breath, catch our breath, and then be ready for a, a barrage of questions because I have a ton. <laughs> yes, come on, the barrage. <laughs> so we'll be back in a couple of minutes. You're listening to Enterprise Now on WQYLDB Radio. Locally owned and operated businesses are the backbone of our local economy. They employ upwards of 70% of the residents and are the sole sponsors of our recreational programs for our children. 
Without them, a community ceases to exist. We may not be able to change the economic state of our nation, but we can certainly do so on a local level. Rely Local is a new locals-only business directory. No big box retailers or national chains. Just locally owned and operated businesses who play a vital role within our community. Rely Local is not just about printing local coupons and finding local jobs. It's a campaign to restore strength within the local economy. We rely on these locally owned and operated businesses every day. Can they rely on us? Save time, save money, strengthen your community. Visit RelyLocal.com today. All right, we're back on Enterprise Now on WQYLDB Radio. I have with me Iberia or Brandy yeah. Austin of <laughs> Saved in the City. She is the creator and producer of that radio show that is Saved in yep. the City. And she is also the owner of Luminosity enterprises and she just shared with us her journey so if you missed it you can also yeah. find this conversation on our website www.wqyl-db.com slash podcast all of our past conversations are right there you can also find us on itunes you can subscribe to our podcast there and if you have the TuneIn app, you can check us out there. We are airing Monday nights at 9 p.m. Central Time. So check us out on those platforms. So, Miss Iberia, yes. I have a lot of questions mm -hmm. and I gained, um, I have some <laughs> insights too. Like you said some stuff in there, you, you, you were dropping nuggets on me and I, I just want to, I just want to dig in. So, um, yeah. I don't even know where to start. Let's start with... <laughs> make a way so you were you were telling us about your background how you grew up mm -hmm. um in music you were doing music yeah and you did everything yourself and um mm -hmm. and you were the marketing person you were the the mm -hmm. um the, the producer the songwriter the, yeah. the everything yeah. i think everything. that speaks volumes to entrepreneurship right because when yeah. you're an entrepreneur you are the chief bottle washer you are the janitor, mm -hmm. you're the secretary, you're everything. So there's so many parallels with, with me. That's me on the outside looking in on how your journey has prepared you and yeah. kind of provided the foundation for the things that you're doing right now. Absolutely. So, so Absolutely. That, that's really cool. And, but, but on the flip side of that, it's like, okay, as an entrepreneur, you have to do a lot yourself. But then you get to a point where you realize, wait a minute, I can't do everything myself. So talk yeah. to us a little bit about that balance, knowing when it's okay to do everything and when to kind of step back and say, you know what? I can't do it all. I need help. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I'm working through that now. Still, <laughs> it literally for me, it is, it is a daily walk because especially when it's your baby, especially when it's your vision. Uh, because, and I call it that because literally your visions and the things that, that you, um, that God has given you or whatever it is that you believe, um, is placed in your heart. It literally is a, a pregnancy. Your vision, you become pregnant with vision and you birth it out. And so literally it is like your child. So for you to give it over to someone else, if you think about it as it pertains to a parent and their child, you're like, wait a minute, let me check your worker. Who you who are you? You know? And so especially in, in business and especially when you're dealing with like music and and, and, and any type of um property, intellectual property that can be um taken, you know, sometimes it can be a little scary in that regard. But I've learned and um L D has given me permission that I can I can talk about my faith. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, you know, honestly I pray for discernment. For me, it's all about, okay, you know, whether it's a business deal, whether it's bringing someone on to a new project just for a short period of time, I lay it at the altar. And for me, for people who don't know what that means, I just take it to God in prayer. And I say, okay, now this, I can't handle this. And here's the thing, because your question was, how do you know? You know when it's just too heavy. You know when you mess it up. You know, when you, you know, when you, you've missed, um, when you, when you've written the article and then you proofread the article and then you, you look at it, uh, after you printed it, uh, a week later and you see all the mistakes. You need some help. You can't do it all. So, um, your experiences will tell you when you need help. Your body will tell you when you need help. It'll shut down on you. 
these bodies are, you know, yeah, our spirits, well, they keep going, but these bodies will shut down, whether it's sickness or, you know, um, just fatigue or whatever it is. And so um, it'll, it'll, your body will let you know, or if you are, you're close enough, enough to the Father, you'll get a check in your spirit. And it'll be like, okay, you're doing too much. And so then how I am able to de decide on who I need to work with, again, for me, it's literally, okay, God, I, I can't build the sponsorship package and then get sponsors and then follow up with sponsors. So I need you to send me someone, not just send, and that's the other problem, And then because I feel like I'm all over the place, but... <laughs> A lot of times we feel like we need help so bad when you finally do realize you need help that you take on anybody. Mm. You got to you got to take on the right part. Like you got to make sure that you have the right person or else it's going to be more of a weight on you. Mm. And and beyond the spiritual aspect of it, you do need to check people's records. What you know, get references. Who have they worked with before? You know, we, we get so in a rush about things. We're so anxious for things that we don't take time to check out the people that we're entrusting our vision to. And, again, when you look at your vision as though it is a child, as you literally birth, you'll take it, you'll, you'll be more careful with who you, you give it to. So, again, you know, I feel like I went a little left, you know, as, as it pertains to your question, but in general, you, your body will let you know when you need help or just your work in itself. Like I said, whether you are, you made some mistakes along the way for me personally, you know, um, for me with like, for instance, the radio show saved in the city, this is where I realized I was like, okay, I'm doing too much because I, I want to, I, I do the radio show, but then I also go live. Mm -hmm. So what I was doing was I was trying to get my phone prepared to go live. And then also I have guests that are coming in to the studio. They don't know exactly where they need to go. I'm trying to get the, the phone set up to go live. The DJ is telling me that I need to get on the radio. We're about to start in less than a minute. Uh, people are squeaking. The door is squeaking as they're coming in and out. And I said, you know what? I can't do all of this. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like once you're in it, mm -hmm. it's like it, I'm drowning. And so, but God sent me the right people. And so now, instead of me running live, I have someone else that runs live. And I took on a personal assistant who's able to greet my guests as they come in. Um, and so a lot of times it will be trial and error. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to recognize, you know, where you need the, the assistance. And then also, you're, you need accountability partners. And you need people around you that can look and say, you're not doing a good job and say that in love. Mm -hmm. No, you need some assistance right here, honey, you know. And so um, that's, that's been a blessing for me too. But that's come over time with people that I've worked with in the past. Again, that goes back to that relationship building where I've supported people and now they're like, oh, you know what, sis, let me help you out over here. Did that answer your question or did I go like left no. and right? I, I was telling, I was um, having a conversation with somebody uh, the other day and I'm like, you have to forgive me because I have what I call the entrepreneur's disease. And what that is, <laughs> is we have a tendency to go all the way over there and then all yes. the way the opposite direction. And then we're back in the, and then we're like, we're kind of everywhere, but then we always end up in the, in the, the right spot. So, oh, yeah. um, so <laughs> talk to, talk to us a little bit about timing, how important timing is. And I guess in life and in business. Oh, that's a good question. That's a great question. And that is something, again, you asked me earlier and I said, I struggle with, you know, delegation. Right. <laughs> and so now timing is also something that I've struggled with in the past because when you, when vision is downloaded in you, um, we, we can see it as visionaries, you can see it, but just because you can see it, it doesn't mean that it's time for it. Mm -hmm. And again, I talked about saved in the city and it, this was two, two years ago when it dropped in my heart and I started it as a blog site. And so, you know, as it pertains to timing, it really comes down to research um, and taking time to figure out what it is that you're, you're going to do. Habakkuk 2 and 2 says write the vision and make it plain. And so a lot of times we deal with vision that comes, but we never write it. And when you write the vision, the time comes the timing will, will begin to come because as you write it out, 
is going to open up the next step. Because God will show you the vision, but he won't always show you every step. He'll show you the one step at a time. So until you take that next step, you don't get the next you don't get the next step. Mm-hmm. And as you get the next step, with that particular um, revelation, it should, it'll, it'll give some type of confirmation saying, yeah, the time is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's kind of difficult to say. Um, I guess if I think uh, to Saved in the City and the talk show, um, for instance, I want it very badly on this last show, which was this past Wednesday, we were supposed to talk about saved in business. Mm-hmm. Now, business is, is what I do. So, And I had an amazing uh, woman as my guest host. Her name is Tammy Belton-Davis. She uh, owns a company called Athena, Athena Communications. She does public relations and government affairs. And she's just an amazing woman. And so I had a whole script set to talk about being saved in business. I had tips for, for folks, you know, as it pertains to business and being Christian and how you're supposed to carry yourself in that regard. Mm-hmm. I was ready to go. But then Donald Trump got elected president. Gotcha. And so although I had everything set to go, it was not the right timing for me to talk about saved in business. We needed to talk about the pulse of the nation. We needed to talk about the hearts of the people. You see what I'm saying? So it it really comes down to being in tune to who you are and being intentional with what you do because your intention is going to guide you um, through your steps, those steps that I kind of mentioned about. When you're not intentional, then you're just doing things rotely. Mm -hmm. You're just doing things as they come. Okay, this is my schedule and this is what I'm doing. But when you're intentional, you're, 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 it's not about you. And especially when you're dealing with marketing or especially when you're dealing with people as your business, mm-hmm. you got to be able to be flexible with that. Gotcha. I always, um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I always, um, okay, like, good. <laughs> like to use the, the analogy of you, you, you were mentioning how it's like your baby. Um, and if you, yeah. if you think about, and I have a, um, a nine-year-old daughter and, um, um, LZ the fourth will be two in a couple of in a few weeks Mm -hmm. and I can't treat her the same that I the same way I treat him I treat them both fairly Mm -hmm. and I love Mm -hmm. them both would would die for him without thinking about it but her maturity level is different than his is yeah he she can understand things that he can't understand and I shouldn't expect him at his age, at the stage where he is in life to understand the same things the same way that she does. And it's the same thing right. in, in business, right? You have sometimes in, in, in yeah. when you're dealing with people, um, you know, a, a wise man once said, you know, there was a time where you didn't know what you know. Right. And so even when mm-hmm. we're dealing with people that, that are is so frustrating is because, you know, why don't they get it? There was a time where yeah. you didn't get it. And, and, and God was gracious with you and patient with you. And so I'm yeah. always cognizant and, and, and remind myself that I have to treat a situation and people and I have to be tempered with grace. And I have to understand that, again, timing is everything. Everybody's at a different phase. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. same thing in business. You might have um, several passions, as we all do as entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's not the season. Mm-hmm. It's not the time for all of the passions. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to be in tune with, like you said, be in tune with yourself and know, okay, now is the yeah. time for this. Okay. Now is the time for that. And maybe, maybe I need to pull this off the plate because some things that are, um, exactly. are important are slipping. You know, the, the wife, we haven't, we haven't went out on date night in a while and, you know, cause I've been so busy. Exactly. So maybe I need to, to pull back on, you know, take some things off of the plate. So, um, so that, that's really powerful. I think it's, it's, and, that, and that's the reason why I love doing this show. Is because I gain so much from um, from people like you who have uh, yeah. perspective and who have been through some things and have experienced oh things both in life and in business. Um, you know, it's, it's really cool to be able to to get that different perspective. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. It's it's um it's been like I said, it's been a great journey, and I mean, man, you you made some amazing points with that timing, and I think I mentioned that earlier. You know, with just uh, being intentional and being in tune to yourself um, and, and really, you know, being conscious 
just being conscious of other people around you. And a lot of times, you know, because in this world, you know, we're unfortunately through media and everything we're trained, you know, it's a doggy dog world, you know, you got to be for yourself. And because of that mentality, I think that's why so many people are missing their opportunities and they're missing their timing because it's all about you. Mm-hmm. Once you release that and realize that it really isn't about you, you know, at some point, you know, because of your giving, you know, you get because there's just a law of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. What you sow, you shall reap, you know. Yep. But when you when you lose that whole it's all about me mentality, you actually get more of what you need. It's really, really interesting. And then you fall into the right timing. Gotcha, gotcha. Very, very, very cool. Well, let's take um, mm-hmm. let's take another break, quick, and then when we get back, sure. we'll talk a little bit um about the nuts and bolts of business, the the not so fun stuff, the boring stuff, and then um we'll get some insights and yeah. and some advice for for current and future entrepreneurs. Absolutely, sure. All right, you've been listening to Enterprise Now on WQYLDB Radio. We'll be back. I'd like to welcome our premier sponsor of the Enterprise Now radio show, the Waukesha County Technical College Small Business Center. The WCTC Small Business Center is a community service initiative of the college with one primary mission to help entrepreneurs start and grow small businesses in southeastern Wisconsin. The center offers a variety of low-cost to no-cost resources, including non-credit courses, services, and networking events, all designed to help real-world entrepreneurs succeed. Remember that passion without action is just a hobby. For more information, visit www.wctc.edu slash smallbusiness, then contact center manager Russ Roberts directly at 262-695-3468 or you can email Russ at rroberts at wctc.edu. Welcome back. You're listening to Enterprise Now on WQYLDB Radio. I have with me Iberia with Saved in the City. She is the creator and producer and she's also the owner of Luminosity Enterprises and we've had a wonderful conversation so far. So if you missed it, you'll have to go and get that po- and get the podcast from um from our website. Yeah. Uh so let's talk nuts and bolts um business and mm-hmm. um I noticed you you know you have an LLC. Talk to us a little mm-hmm. bit about how was how that was forming an LLC. Was it difficult? Was it easy? Hmm. What was that like? Yeah, no, that's that's easy. I, I think, you know, when you are um, just starting out in business, you know, because it's, you know, the language might be foreign, maybe you've not heard of an LLC or a sole proprietorship or a partnership or, you know, or S-Corp and, all, and it's like, what is all this stuff? And because it's, it's foreign, it, 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 it can seem difficult, but it, but it's really not. I actually started as a sole proprietorship. Because for me, that was the easiest. And because I was like, you know, those brand new business owners, I was like, I don't get this. What's easy? And what what costs the least? (laughs) Okay, so proprietorship, cool. I'll do that. Because that's really just attached to your social security number. Mm -hmm. But the unfortunate part about that is that if anything happens um, to that business or, you know, or not, not necessarily to that business, or let's say you take on a client and there's some type of liability, um, then all the onus falls on you. You know, and so if, um, if if they have to collect something, it's coming uh, to you because your Social Security number is attached to it. And so initially when I started out, it was fine because I, I didn't really have a, a ton of clients. And it was a lot of friends and people that, you know, definitely my warm market. And But as I began to grow and I started taking on, um, clients, people that I'd never met before, you know, and, and also more corporate kind of clients, I said, okay, I need to be covered because I, as I, like I said, as I grew, I began to understand what liability really was. And I, at least if I didn't understand anything else, I knew that I didn't want to be held accountable if something really did go kind of awry. And uh, uh, the blessing is that nothing has ever, you know, gone awry, but, you know, I'm covered if anything does does happen. And so the LLC, uh, it stands for, for anybody who's not familiar with that, it stands for a limited liability corporation. 
and it's probably the easiest next to the sole proprietorship to get. Uh, it only costs $135. You know, get your name registered, and then you're covered. And again, the thing that separates you from being a sole proprietorship um, with the LLC is that you know now if anything happens um, that I um, happens, and as, as long as I'm using my Luminosity name, the liability is on Luminosity. Um, and again, for me uh, in particular, like for instance, I was helping people build their social media pages. I did a lot of e-marketing, so I had passwords and I had access to people's accounts. And so I was like, uh-uh, I got to be covered because if they got a virus to their computer or if anything happened, they could easily be like, no, the last person that, you know, had access to what I did was uh, Iberia or was, you know, uh, and she works for a company called Luminosity Enterprises, you know, mm -hmm. so. I was covered in that regard, but uh, like I said, when it comes down to it, you know, um, I've been blessed that I haven't had any issues. Um, but it's just, it was the safest and the easiest way um, for me to become legit and then legal. So yes, and then currently, um, if I'm not mistaken, you don't have to have. I think that's the other thing. That's why I didn't do a corporation. It was because. Or, or I thought about nonprofit as well, but with that, you have to have a board of people, and I just wasn't ready to do that. Mm -hmm. So with LLC, it still can just be you. Um, and then for me, like, for instance, when I work with, um, and I know I'm kind of going a little further than the LLC component, but um, this can maybe help somebody as well. Um, when I branched out and did my street marketing firm, Mobile City Street Teams, which is a subsidiary of Luminosity Enterprises, which basically means it falls under the LLC of Luminosity Enterprises. Mm -hmm. um, when I started doing that, um, oh goodness, I lost my train of thought just that quick. Oh, yeah, contractors. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have 12 people that work on that particular street team, and we basically, with seasonal, so we basically work during the summer, and um, with that, I said, okay, do I want to take on employees? That was a lot because then that means that, you know, as far as taxes are concerned, it just was a lot of extra work, especially for someone who was seasonal. So I did um, contract work with them. So I had them come on as individual contractors, which means they were responsible for their own taxes. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's something that you can do if you are a business owner and you started your LLC, but you don't have the funding. Um, to maybe bring on, um, you know, set employees to be able to pay their benefits and all that other stuff that kind of goes with that, then um, uh, bringing on contractors is a way kind of around that. But, yeah, you know, like I said, the LLC was the easiest component uh, or e easiest um, platform for me to take when I began my business after I started to expand. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's really, really great information. I think, um, yeah. one of the things that, um, that, that I see as I talk with, um, business owners and entrepreneurs is, um, it is a little scary when you don't know what all this stuff means mm -hmm. and uh, the implications of the different format, uh, you know, organizational for, uh, formats. And, um, it, it's, yeah. it's a little, it's a little intimidating, but I think, um, it, yeah. like you said, it's, it's just a matter of, of digging in and, and trying to understand what's best for you at the time and, and that may change absolutely but it also helps too uh, i didn't do it alone um i wasn't just like on the internet just googling and trying to figure out stuff i got connected with well like i told you before too when i started that um um when i was working with uh, in that incubator space uh with um, Pinnacle Motivations, and then we had all of these different business owners, and it was really cool. One of their slogans was, we might be in business for ourselves, but we're not in business by ourselves. And that's because we, we built relationships. So as I was going and growing there, I connected with other entrepreneurs, and I said, oh, you got an LLC. Oh, okay, how does that work? So networking is key when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a business owner. You don't always have all the answers. So ask. Open your mouth and ask. Find somebody who's doing what you're doing and ask them how they got there. Yes, you're going to come across some people who are not willing to share. But more so than not, you'll be surprised at who's willing to share their journey. And then also there's another organization called WIBIC, um, W-W-B-I-C, that's the acronym, and I always forget, I think it's Wisconsin Women's 
business initiative something. Um, but they um, were very helpful in um, my business plan. I went through a business plan class um, that they had through their organization. Um, because, again, it goes back to writing a vision, and it's not always like when we write our goals list. When you're doing a business, you got to do a real business plan, and it's extensive, and it's a lot, and you got to think about your budget and deal with numbers, which I hate dealing with numbers, even though I like to make money, you know, but, you know, budgeting and trying to figure out, you know, what my fixed costs are, what my variable costs are, and mm -hmm. I was, like, going to pull my hair out, you know, because I was like, I don't know, you know. Gotcha. And, um, yeah, but, you know, like I said, it, I couldn't do it alone. And so, again, open your mouth, network, connect with people, and then there are plenty of organizations in our city that you can get connected to that can walk you through. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Iberia, as it does every week, our time has come to uh, wrap it up, and it always goes by so fast. I wish we could just talk for more fast. more and more, but uh, but I we got to – we got to start to to wind it down here but um but before we go i really want to to give you an opportunity to give any advice that you might have to um both current business owners and potential business owners mhm mm absolutely um I, it really it's, it's not a whole lot of advice it's, it's just one main thing is be authentic be authentic in whatever it is that you're doing there's a lot of lot of copycats out there. There are a lot of people who who want to jump on the hottest trend and the hottest idea. And while you might make some money, um, quick money, you know, at me, you know, maybe because there's a t-shirt idea that's going on, and so you want to make make the, the you know the 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 trendiest uh, t-shirt with the coolest hashtag or whatever's going on. But trends are called trends for a reason, you know, because it doesn't last. It's trending only for a, a certain reason but if you're authentic with what you do whatever whether it's a product or a service whether it's ministry whether it's um whatever it is whatever it is that you have if you're authentic to it it will outlast the the hands of time because only you have that um, the DNA to do that that particular thing. So again whether it's a, t a radio talk show like what I'm doing or you're into music whether you're a baker or you know a, or you're, you want to be an attorney or a lawyer, uh, if you're a journalist, a playwright, whatever it is, be authentic to yourself and no matter what winds come and what storms come, you will remain standing. Gotcha, gotcha. Great advice. So do you want to give um, your contact information, um, some, some sure. maybe where people can reach out to you if they have uh, questions or if they just want to reach out to say hello? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you can definitely reach me. I, I am on every social media platform you can think of. <laughs> so if you type in Iberia anywhere, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, you know, I'm I'm everywhere. LinkedIn, um, Facebook, you know, they they made me come up off my first name because no, I was just had Iberia, but they said <laughs> they needed some identity. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so Brandy Iberia, I am on Facebook, and then Saved in the City is the same thing. You can find me or find us everywhere. Saved and the City, um, and again, that that particular show is Kingdom Solutions for Real World Issues. So although we are a Christian platform, we don't just talk about what people consider just to be Christian topics. You can tune in each and every Wednesday on 101.3 FM from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Um, to, to hear, you know, our broadcast. Um, and, yeah, you know, and as far as Luminosity uh, Enterprises, same thing. Look for us on Facebook or you can look for our, uh, gosh, what's the website? Luminosityint.com. You want to check out our website. Um, but yeah, I'm the type where you don't have to, you don't have to look hard. If you Google me, you'll find me. <laughs> I'm around. And then if, of course my music is still around. So if you go to IberiaSoulSinger.info, I am there. You can check out some of my music as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Iberia, thank you so much for being on the show. I really, uh, I really appreciate it. Um, again, I, I think I'm up to about three pages of notes now. So, um, so thank you for all of the, the insights and the wisdom. Uh, that you've shared. I know um, sometimes, like you said, some people are, you know, a little stingy with the 
with the knowledge and they want to keep it all to themselves. Yeah. So I yeah. always appreciate when people are are willing to pour that out and, and to share that with people. So um, so thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I really appreciate the time and and um, I definitely wish you the best, Elsie. Thanks so much. Not a problem. Thank you. So if you are just joining us, you missed it. We had a wonderful conversation <laughs> and now you'll have to check it out on our website, www.wqyl-db.com slash podcast. That's where we keep all of our past conversations. So if you go there, you'll be able to see a list of all the folks that we've um, gotten so much knowledge and wisdom from. If you go through um, our past, say, 20 shows, you are going to know a lot, lot, a lot more about being an entrepreneur than you would ever imagine. We've had people uh, that are um, lifelong entrepreneurs, people who were, are forced entrepreneurs. Uh, we've had we've run the gambit from people in the entertainment industry all the way to network marketing. Uh, so uh, even real estate and uh, app de development and design. So we've had a, a ton of a variety of different uh, people on the show. And uh, they all bring something different to the table. So um, I always tell entrepreneurs, if you if you want to grow as an entrepreneur or if you want to become an entrepreneur, then you need to hang around entrepreneurs because you need to get mm -hmm. a sense for how we think and what makes us tick because it's different. <laughs> we are different. So um, so thank you again for listening. Shout out to Baseline and Goal Line uh, Sports Podcast um, WQYLDB Radio on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Those guys are, are doing a, f a phenomenal job. Thank you for joining the team. Um, and also don't forget to check out CSMI Music uh, Show on Sundays at 6. Oh, I'm sorry, 7 p.m. Um, coming up this Sunday, every Sunday. So um, the WQILDB radio family is growing. And if you're listening and you have a podcast, you have a radio show and you would like to talk about joining the family, we are always interested in bringing people in because I believe that there is no competition. We're all uniquely qualified to, to accomplish our mission. So um, that's what I'm all about. I'm all about collaboration. I'm all about, about building, building, building and growing because if you're not growing, then you're dying and we don't want that so i said all that to say thank you for listening it's been a, a wonderful show on enterprise now wqyldb radio thank you talk to you again next week What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.